around inside the booth. <laughs> and now, he was, he was doing the White or Sin at Nottingham, you know, right? And next door, this is during the war, right? Nottingham, there's one theatre there and one there. And then there's a, there's a White Horse Inn here. Next door, they got a variety bill. And Michael Bentley told me this. Uh, during the war, they built a tunnel between the two theatres under the ground. So if there was an air raid, they'd all run into the tunnel, right? OK. So on this other bill, there's a Chinaman. And at the end of it, she says, I saw a hole. Well, I put man in basket. I pulled lid down on basket. I, I stick saw in basket. Uh, when I open basket, my friend appear in balcony and fire pistol, right? So what happens? The cheeky poo, the cheeky poo goes in the basket. He falls through, but he runs through this passage, right? Into the next year. <laughs> Suddenly, in the middle of the finale of the White Horse Inn, a Chinaman appears in the balcony and fires. Call it, call it. Oh, dear me. It's the alcohol getting back. <laughs> In the theatre, that was I, very Irish, that. I've got to tell you, I'm not Peter... Oh, you know I'm not Peter at all, aren't I? I know, you're a spiker too. <laughs> yeah. In the theatre, it's very Irish. You've just been over there, haven't you? Yes. You've been over there filming. Uh, you know, I don't often go... I'm, my, 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 my dad's a Mick, my mother's English, you know, and uh, so I he used to tell me they were a bit strange over there, and I went to the Hibernian Hotel. I must tell you this. I was saying Hibernian, and I thought, well, it's all lies about the Irish word to talk. A little porter comes out, says, I'll take you back, says, follow me, Mr Milligan, I'll be right behind you. See <laughs> 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 much, isn't it, eh? Marvellous. <laughs> yeah. Doing a remake of Beau Geste, isn't it? With Marty Feldman, yeah, yeah. Marty Feldman. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think Marty always looked like somebody got a big hammer behind his head and went... <laughs> <laughs> And you're working too with, a, with another Irishman, aren't you, in your new series with Frank Carson? Oh, for, yeah, or Tuxet, oh, sir. Sweet, tell him. Yeah. Do, do they He's, make, they he make you laugh, Irish? Yeah, yeah, he makes me laugh because he tells me all the oldest jokes in the world, but he tells them so funny. Uh, he told me today, uh, he said, um, there's two Irishmen went to get a, a sauna bath and they got, they got in this, all the steam was there, so they took their clothes off. And when the steam cleared, they were in a fish and chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us now about your... Yes, tell us now. Tell us now. Where? Can I, be, can I act like an interview? Yeah, for you. Tell us, Mr Milligan, yes, about your role as a war historian. On that role? I never had any roles. <laughs> we drove in a jeep. <laughs> that, that's known as dying the death, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Wallop it went, isn't it? Mm. But the third volume's come out of your war memoirs. Has it really come it's, out? has come out. Really? Yes. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Monty. Is it? You're my part in his victory. Oh, so that's why. No, his part in my yeah. victory. They're funny. He died about a week before, and I had an awful feeling they didn't want to read the book. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, illustrated. Yeah. In fact, we can see one of the pictures. Perhaps you could give us the this the source of well, this. Well, I. <laughs> Museum, and the captain for this is a British soldier with an incredible weapon. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> how, how do we win the war? <laughs> how do we win 
wasn't it? Well, reading your book, I'm, I'm astonished. Oh, it's, it, all, it all nonsense, was it? It was. They're all blokes hiding behind trees. I never saw any British heroes. They're all hiding. <laughs> Where are they? Hey, call. <laughs> right, ladies and mean. I'll give you an example of uh, British uh, heroism under fire. We were in um, a position over the river called the Garrett. There was a river called the Po. We, we crossed this river called the Po, you know what I mean? Terrible things. I mean, the, the, the relatives, when these people went across this river and got shot crossing it, that thing says, I'm sorry to say your son has been drowned in the Po. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we crossed this river, the Po, and we were on the other side, on the other bank. The banks closed early. And, um, we were in these holes in the ground because the Jerry's were lobbing all these mortars over, see? And uh, it was very dodgy, you know. We're all down like this. And suddenly, uh, the, 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 a bloke in the next trench called Woody, Woody Stower, and he, he said, Oh, bugger, I He's R, R, he's a wink, R, R, he was. <laughs> oh, bugger, I spike. I born bloody wounded. <laughs> he said, I ain't got any bandages. Got, I haven't got any bandages. So I said, well, I'm not going out to give you mine where this is on. And so we waited to stop shelling, and I, he said, they stopped, the shelling stopped. And I got up, and he'd got, he'd got it in his finger. So I got up like this, and we had a major, Jenkins. He was awful, horrible. I hated him, you know. And as I got up, and this very dodgy, to get this, chuck this field question across, this major was there with a red cap on, white block. So I said, don't you snooze an officer. God almighty, you know what I mean? So I was just about to salute him, and I heard this 88mm shell which comes very close. So I got down. And when I got up, the shell must have gone right down his nut. Because he'd gone. You know? And I shouted to Smokey, so I said, Major Jenkins has been killed. And he said, good, I won't have to clean his bloody boots anymore. Music was always an important part of Spike's life, as we'll hear later. Indeed, before he got into comedy as a writer and performer, he earned a living just as a jazz trumpeter. He needed no persuading to play.
Just now, I mentioned Spike's love of music, and in 1977, he was delighted to be a guest on the show alongside the American jazz legend Woody Herman. And once again, he did his best to sabotage my introduction. I suspect that uh, had he not been a hundred other things, my next guest might have loved to have been a jazz musician. He's... He was. <laughs> Listen to this, he's been heard, in fact, to play jazz trumpet in the manner of Armstrong. That's Vickers Armstrong and not Louis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Music's only one of his many talents. He's a poet, writer, humorist, comedian, actor.